All right, the on-again, off-again Greek debt solution is off again with Greece calling the counter-proposal by the IMF totally unacceptable. But that's just one element of what Michael Campbell, host of Canada's top-rated financial show Money Talks, is calling the next leg of the sovereign debt crisis. And Mike's on the horn joins me now. How low, Mr. Campbell? How are you, sir? Hi, Sean. You make that sound so casual. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, there's a heck storm coming. Well, it's coming in the last quarter of this year. Well, let's start. Yeah, the precursor to this baby. Well, let's start with Greece, uh, Mike. Just a couple of days ago, we we were told a deal with the EU uh, IMF creditors was imminent. What has gone wrong? Well, I mean, the bottom line, he's got two sides not working the same deal. I mean, the IMF and the European Union, they're they're looking after their own interests, which is the lenders' interests. Excuse me. At the same time, you've got Greece looking after their own uh, kind of interest, which is the citizens. I mean, they don't want to be paying that debt off. And on the other side, the creditors don't want to get stiffed. So that's really the problem. So everything that uh, surrounds that, and the creditors hold all the cards here, because without any further money, you're talking about a bankrupt banking system. I mean, they've already had uh, some initial cash sent in there last week, but they've got a huge problem. $42 billion has left the Greek banking system in the last couple of months. So they're essentially needing that bailout help just to keep those deposits coming and people being able to go to an ATM. But the other side is that, I mean, they don't hold any of the cards. Uh, you know, all of the problems took place years ago. And this is a classic cha- uh, challenge that you've got in government, is that, you know, the problems we have today, the antecedents for that are usually a decade earlier, and that's what, certainly what's been the case with Greece. I mean, they literally lied and fudged the numbers to get into the European Union. It's all just coming home to roost now, plus a higher level of corruption. They've got one of the most in, uh, unattractive business climates uh, anywhere in the Western world. They're probably dead last on that one. Uh, you know, people avoid taxes. They uh, implemented programs that were just unaffordable, like retiring at the age of 53. The list is a long one with Greece, but the bottom line is they're the ones that uh, right now they're negotiating over pension uh, cuts, uh, which is a big one for Greece. They don't want to do that. So that's uh, uh, obviously the bone of contention and the type of tax increase. Greece is proposing tax increases on business. The IMF is coming back saying, no, that'll never get your economy jump-started. Uh, we want you to do it on their equivalent of our GST, HST kind of thing, you know, their VAT tax. So there you go. But there's no easy solution here. Well, then, so what's going to happen, Mike? Well, I, again, I still think that uh, Greece is going to be in trouble either way. I think their choice is between, uh, you know, sort of depression-like conditions short-term. That's what they're in now. If they leave the euro, things euro uh, European Union, it gets worse. But at least there'll be an end in sight. They literally can't afford to pay these debts. Uh, if they do that and they you know, kind of do this, extend and pretend like they're going to, you're just extending the kind of depression-like um, situation that they're in. So yeah, there's no easy, no no easy solution. But I suspect that they're going to figure out a way to stay in the European Union and and presto have a lower standard of living than anywhere else in the, in the continent. Well, we're talking Greece, but this isn't the only uh, debt problem you see. No, there's, there's more in Europe, first of all. You know, as you say, there is Greece. But, you know, the big deal that they've got there is the IMF doesn't want to make any deal with Greece that would be uh, immediately jumped on by Spain or Portugal or Italy trying to renegotiate their terms, and that's the problem. But I still see that part of southern Europe has uh, tremendous problems going forward. 
But I think the big surprise will be when uh, France actually enters that group, too. And I still think it can be a year or two away, maybe it's sooner. But France has been running deficits literally for over a generation. It's none of this spend in good times, uh, or rather save in good times, spend in bad times. No, they just consistently spend. You know, today, Sean, we got some numbers out of France, as an example, and it's 80 consecutive months of more people without jobs. Think wow. about that one. 80 consecutive months. I mean, the economic policies there have been a disaster uh, by Francois Hollande and the socialist government. Their capital investment is way down. At some point, it's going to catch up to them. I mean, as I say, they've been running deficits. I can't even remember the number, but I think it was in short pants the last time they balanced the budget. Unreal. What about elsewhere, Mike? Well, this is the other big one that's going to hit. And that is the amount of countries that have borrowed money in U.S. dollar terms. And these are in the emerging markets. And why? Because people were much more willing to lend in U.S. dollar terms than, say, a Brazilian real or something, or something kind of, uh, you know, a Thai bot, whatever it is, one of the emerging uh, markets' currencies, which didn't really elicit enough confidence for people to lend. So you borrow in U.S. dollar terms, usually you get a better rate. Now, let's think about what's been happening here. We know as Canadians the huge strength in the U.S. dollar. Can you imagine if your mortgage, personally, had just gone up by 20% because you were paying it in U.S. dollars and your principal? Well, it's far worse than a lot of the emerging markets. And here's the number to remember. They've got over $9 trillion in U.S.-denominated debt. I mean, that's a number so big it's incomprehensible. But, of course... The, the amount of the local currency to pay that off has skyrocketed because the U.S. dollar's been so strong, and I don't think that trend's abating at this point. I think there's huge trouble coming uh, you know, out of these emerging markets who have borrowed, whether it's a company or a country, who's borrowed in U.S. dollar terms. I guess I shouldn't be so casual about this then. There you go. Well, no, and I say I, I want to be very clear, just so people are going to have it on record. I'm saying this stuff is coming home to roost. You'll start, you'll see the beginning of the next leg of the sovereign debt crisis in the fourth quarter of this year. Mike, appreciate your time as always. Thanks, man. Mr. Cheerful. Uh, you betcha. Uplifting. Mike Campbell, host of Money Talks, heard here every Saturday morning on News Talk 980. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.